So, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for our final team in this series of if Formula One teams were stocks. And we've kept probably the most exciting one for the very end. It is, in fact, Scuderia Ferrari. And Kunal, uh, yeah. tumultuous is the word I'm going to use for Ferrari, just quite simply. Well, I think I'm as lost for words as you are, and maybe Ferrari <laughs> were as well. But, you know, let's look at all the variables at play. New chassis, they're doing away with the old draggy chassis. New power unit to be expected. They claim that at least on the dyno and their simulations, they seem to have clawed back a lot of their straight line deficit. New driver lineup, new season, so a new technical structure in place as well. Uh, I think there's, there isn't anything which is old apart from the fact that it's going to be the red cars racing in, in <laughs> Formula One, uh, you know, representing Ferrari as well. So, uh, all depends if they're going to have a new string of positive results or will it be the same old results as they've seen in the latter half of 2019, you know, after their double wins at Spa and Monza and, you know, sort of going downwards after that. Or will we actually see new energy and new uh, results from the team, you know, basically getting them back to fighting in the top three like they would always, you know, envision themselves to be? Well, the one thing about Ferrari, which many people have said about Arsenal, the football club, is it's the hope that kills you. And we are building up quite a bit of hope, Canal, by speaking about the new chassis, about Carlos Sainz coming in, about uh, Binotto just detaching himself a little bit from chassis development, which was a bit of a problem last year. He was trying to do too many roles, self, uh, self-admitted, in fact. I'm not saying it. It was him who said that. So maybe that could be a bit of a positive one. But it's just been the case with Ferrari all the time, right? The hope. It's the hope that's killing the fans. Uh, what do you reckon about what do you reckon about 2021? Because the hope is still there, right? They're, they're backtracking. They've gone back to older solutions that have worked well, at least in terms of the engine side. What do you reckon? Where do you reckon this is going to go? It's unpredictable for sure. But would you buy? Would you hold on? Would you sell? What's going to be the decision with them? I would put it this way: that the Ferrari stock has only tanked in the last 18 months. Yeah. Uh, at this moment, I would say hold. Because maybe it's going to tank a little more because lots of uncertainties around all the variables we discussed and a very crucial variable, which uh, which I'm going to make, uh, you know, I'm going to say it in a light uh, way, which is that it is also Ferrari that we've got to keep in mind. You know, the, the, the passion that they bring to their racing, I really wish they carried over some of that confidence into their race operations as well. You know, stuff that we've seen that they were capable of doing during the Schumacher era, you know, and that sort of confidence is not something that resonates from the Ferrari unit of this season or the past several seasons as well, right? But at least now, Sommel, they have a driver lineup they always wanted, which is signs there. Uh, one could argue that you know Fettel was not the driver of choice for many of the team, many of the several team principals, and the late Sergio Marchionne, uh, you know, at Ferrari as well. So, uh, with this restructure that they wanted, with a new power unit and all those things that sort of have fallen in place, it would uh, it would hold Formula One good if Ferrari came good on their promise of being a competitive racing team. Hmm. So let's focus a little bit more on the driver lineup canal because, as you rightly mentioned, finally they have what they wanted. Maybe this year 
not a lopsided driver lineup. Maybe this year they could have Carlos Sainz delivering. And Sainz himself has admitted that it's going to be a challenging year 2021. But if you just look at it from a driver lineup standpoint, they do have a very, very good one for the future. What more could you ask for? And if anything, they've got Mick Schumacher and Callum Eilat waiting in the wings too. So in that department, at least, they're well covered. I think they are. They've got a fairly good junior driver lineup. I will add Robert Schwartzman to that list Robert as well. Robert Schwartzman, yes, fantastic junior talent, deserves to be in Formula One. Uh, Mick Schumacher, like you pointed out as well. Uh, also, you know, Leclerc and Sainz, uh, pretty pretty exciting uh, talent uh, in themselves. We saw what Charles Leclerc did in 2020. Uh, like I said, you know, his performance in 2020 was far more impressive than his performance in 2019. You know, Charles has that very Fernando-esque ability to put his Ferrari in positions it doesn't really deserve to be in. And I mean towards the sharper end of the grid, right? Yeah. So uh, the driver lineup is is going to be something to watch out for. Carlos Sainz is out to prove a point. You know, uh, he sort of lost his way after Red Bull let him go. Uh, he got lucky that McLaren were on the upward trajectory last year when he sort of got his string of finishes. He's finally in a world championship winning team or a team that can at least, like you said, the word hope to give him you know, a, a good uh, package to fight for podiums and pole positions and maybe even race wins. But hey, could that happen in 2021? Or do Ferrari need to let go of the 2021 dream and focus on 2022? I think... If anything, Ferrari will be one of the first teams to make a decision to make the switch yep. if 2021 doesn't really go the way they intend for it to. And maybe that could be the ace up their sleeves in the long run. But even for now, folks, Carlos Sainz, Charles Leclerc, such an excellent driver lineup. I think consistency is not going to be a problem. But uh, if there's one reason that deters one from buying the Ferrari stock, it has to be the technical side of things. And that's going to change in 2022, definitely. Again, a big, big variable. So we don't know who's going to be where. And that's the fun part. That's what keeps us watching, right, at the end of the day. But uh, simply put, Canal, the car just isn't that good. And as you rightly mentioned, uh, they themselves have admitted that 2021 may not be the best of year. So being being safe investors you might as well be very safe to hold on, right? Instead of, you could be trigger happy and say, okay, sell instantly, but you don't know what the drivers can do because finally you have drivers who can really drag the best out of their car like Charles Leclerc did last year. Absolutely. And, you know, like even Carlos Sainz did last year, he was able to put that McLaren into places where, you know, one wouldn't imagine for the, that car to be. So both drivers, again, <laughs> very capable of, you know, pulling their load uh, much further, much higher. And uh, Samuel, I'll also put it this way, that uh, there is a lot of hope from uh, Formula One towards Ferrari. Firstly, because Ferrari performing well is always good for Formula yeah. One, if, at least if one has to believe Bernie Eccleston, okay? <laughs> and second is that we know that uh, what held Alfa Romeo and Haas uh, back in 2020 was the deficit of the Ferrari power unit, right? So Ferrari are controlling their uh, competitive quotient uh, while also, you know, directly impacting the competitive fates of, you know, their customer teams. So all in all, I would hope that Ferrari are able to resurrect their form and help their customer teams also become far more competitive in the coming season. 
Oh yeah, they've got they've got a real pressure in that department too. But finally, Kunal, before we conclude, uh, we just have to speak about the elephant in the room, and it has to be the engine, right? Because the engine, ever since the the inquiry came in, and Ferrari were allegedly manipulating a loophole in the system and then they mysteriously were cleared off with a private tap on the wrist that just was of course suspicious some people have called it ferrari international assistance that's what the fia stands for not me people but uh that that power unit has compromised them at least a couple of years and considering that it's the customer teams also being compromised by this one i think it's a real source of uncertainty will it pay back just to go back on the old formula for them well you know i don't know if it's the old formula or the new engine formula that they have but at least we'll put it this way that they were told well in time by the fi to not go down the route that they had chosen right uh you know i think one of the one of the finish former finnish drivers mika salo uh i think he went on to some of the localized uh, media to actually say that ferrari were cheating and they were told to use less gas than the other teams as as a way to sort of make up for the deficit and the lights yeah. but i think that is all behind them somewhere let's hope for that and uh you know if if they are able to bring uh, the grunt back in the ferrari power units i can only imagine that you know the the midfield is only going to be that much more competitive in 2021 so for anyone thinking that this is going to be 2022 2020 version 2 uh you know think again i definitely think we 2021 is going to have its own story to tell in the years to come but better off or worse we don't know but for that we have to hold on and see what happens so if ferrari was a stock folks keep it on to yourselves let's see what happens in 2021 but folks that is the end of our series of if formula 1 teams were stocks would you buy would you hold on or would you sell and folks if you liked what you heard or what you saw feel free to give us a subscribe or to and to leave a like rather and in case you didn't just let us know in the comments why any creative suggestions are always welcome and we want to really work together to make this into an even better platform and your suggestions will really help out with the same but folks thank you so much for listening thank you so much for watching and thank you so much for being a part of this canal really fun exercise this one and 2021 really does turn out to be let's hope it turn out, turns out to be rather fun year considering all that we've discussed it does seem to be going on the right track absolutely somal and uh, i had to end this episode by saying our favorite word which is absolutely, absolutely. yes <laughs> as <Okay>. always <laughs> as always yes so <laughs> it was great to do this uh, fantastic team the team was recommended by nityanand one of our colleagues uh, who loves his numbers and graphs so if you see a lot of that on social media and you enjoy them it's a uh, courtesy of nityanand and sundaram and several other members yep. of uh, pits to podium so thank you so much for listening guys thanks it's great to be doing this with you somal as well and i'm sure i'm going to see you at a video and on the podcast very very soon pleasure is all mine kunal and folks before we go finally we're expanding we're growing lots of big stuff coming up on pits to podium and on the inside line f1 podcast including the inside line f1 podcast live sessions that we're already doing on the channel remember and we're also having more content come up on our social pages including the gp prediction competition all that good stuff for that links in the description that is where you can follow us and keep up to date with what's going to happen but folks honestly thank you so much for listening thank you so much for watching see you around for the next one bye 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 bye